welcome back to Take 10. This is your host, Tamika, and I am excited because this is part three of an eight-part series called Your Identity Will Take Down Giants. This one right here hit home in a variety of ways. So we'll see if this goes to 10 minutes. I may have to make it a part two or part three because this one I think is super, super key. All right, we are reading 1 Samuel 17, 28 to 31. Please know that you need to have listened to part one and part two. One was obedience, two is inquiry um, in order for this to make sense. All right, I'm picking up at verse 28. When Eliab, David's older brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Verse 29. Now what have I done? Said David. Can't I even speak? He then turned away to someone else and brought up the same matter. And the men answered him as before. Verse 31. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul and Saul sent for him. All right. So let's just back up and let's look at the evidence. One, let, let us not forget because I'm going to have to come back to this. He burned with anger. He said, why have you come down here? So let's look at the evidence. He came down because he was obedient to his father. That's part one of this series. He came to see about his brothers, feed them and the commanders he was going to feed according to what his father instructed him to do. And he was to report back to his father. That's why he came down. So let's look at that evidence. I'll get into why that's crucial. The second thing he said is, you, why have you come down? With whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? Okay, so he said few sheep, right? And I, and I, and I know, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know about you, but it was a little bit triggering. Few sheep. First of all, so according to the Bible, later on in 1 Samuel 25, they're talking about Nahab. Nahab had 3,000 goats and 3,000 sheep, and they say he was a rich man. So I don't know, it, the Bible does not say how many sheep David had or David's father had. However, I don't care if he had five sheep, right? It's when people are trying to put you down, that whole like few sheep was like you and your little business and you and the little stuff that you're doing. It's like that shade, right? You, you are now trying to downplay what has been given to me to steward. That is what's happening there. So in Zechariah 4.10, it says, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Okay, so let's keep going. He says, I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. Hold up. How do you know how conceited someone is and how wicked their heart is? Because the last time I checked, what my Bible tells me in Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So how do you as my brother know that my heart is wicked? How do you know that I am conceited? Do you perceive my actions to be so? Because if you look back at the actions and I'm just isolating this situation if you look back at the actions, the actions were he came down and he was asking questions. He was inquiring about what was being said. He came down because we're looking at the evidence because his father told him to come down because the actuality, David was actually taking care of those few sheep. 
And it had to be more than a few. What I'm saying is even if he had five, because he actually got a shepherd to actually cover and take over in his absence. So what does that tell you? Even if he had five sheep, he thought so much of the job that he got someone to cover in his stead. Let's say it was five or let's say it was 5,000. It's in the little things and how you do the work in the little things and don't let nobody, and I mean nobody, clown you in the work that you're doing. I don't care how small it is. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm telling you this one right here is like, woo. Okay. And then he says, you came down only to watch the battle. That's not why he came down. And how do you know that? I feel like the Lord has been dealing with me around where we can look at Eliab and be like, ah, oh, he's being the older brother. And you know, like, but I think the truth of the matter is we've all been the older brother at some point. I remember when I um, used to hear the story of the prodigal son. Now I am the actual oldest, oldest sibling. And I remember I used to hear the story of the prodigal son and the older brother seemed to be the one that was sort of like, you know, like was the villain in the story. Right. But the reality was, I think even for me and what God has just been showing me and really dealing with me about is I have been the older brother in the prodigal in the product in the prodigal story where I'm looking like, wait a minute, how did I get away with that? Wait, 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 wait. I had to do da, 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 and I've done this and I've done that. And what God's been dealing with me about, and especially in this one, especially in this one, I got four minutes and this one God has been dealing with me about is not making the older brother in this case, the villain. What God has been showing me is understanding the spirit. And I think I talked about this before with Paul in the new Testament, Paul was calling out the spirit in people. Right. And so but it's not demonizing the people or the person, because this is the thing. And this is the key part in this whole section. It said when he heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger. And that is the thing that I want to tell you. One, he burned with anger. And when somebody burns with anger, they are upset. They are resentful. They have all types of hatred towards you. That is not to make them a demon, right? But there's a spirit behind that. And the truth of the matter is no matter what you do, there's nothing that you could ever do to please that person. When they have a set mentality about who you are and what they perceive your heart is doing and what they think that you're doing, that's nothing. It actually has an accusatory spirit. And they will accuse you of all types of stuff. And the reason why I went back to read the evidence is because if you look at the evidence, none of the evidence supports what the older brother is saying, but it's an accusatory spirit. And I'm going to speak for me, right? I can't speak for David, but in this case, I feel like I'm telling you it's the same thing. Cause when David said, now, what have I done? Meaning this had not only happened before, but it was repeated. That means I'm telling you, there's an accusatory spirit where they're going to sit and they're going to tell you, they're going to tell you how you feel. They're going to tell you what you thought. They're going to tell you why you did what you did. And it does not matter what you say. And it does not matter what evidence you bring. But I am here to tell you is the truth of the matter is this one. Remember the evidence because you can be so accused and ostracized and demonized that you will start to shrink, right? You will become a former version of yourself. And that's real. 
Like that, that's on Mary had a little lamb, right? That's real. You will sit there and you will be like, you start questioning yourself. Like, well, did I, did I, did I think that? And you will become another version of yourself that you were never meant to be because someone is accusing you of something, especially. And again, this is repeated accusations, right? David said, now what have I done? Can't I even talk? And the reality is when you're dealing with somebody like that, it doesn't matter what you say. You can say they have a nice dress and they, they're going to turn it around to, to mean something else. I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> I'm telling you what I know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's certain things that cannot be quenched. And this one, that spirit right there, is it comes out through fasting and praying, right? You need to pray for that person. That, that right there, that's a spirit. And there's some, and a lot of times what that is, is projection. People are projecting their bitterness, their resentment about self. They're putting that on you and they're thinking that you're thinking something that you have not thought. And the reason I'm telling you is to go back to your evidence, go back to your evidence, because the reality is that's what you're going to need. Your evidence, the evidence that says I came down here because my father told me to come down here. Okay. I am so sorry, y'all. I'm cutting this off at the 10 minute mark because it's supposed to be under 10 minutes, but I will release the next one on the same day. So you have both of them. Thank you for tuning in. And part two of part three is next.